0: Hey guys, welcome to The Survival Show podcast with me, David, the founder of Ultimate Survival Tips and co-host of this podcast with my friend Craig Cottle, who is busy working on his manly musings for this week and researching and preparing for several other podcasts and podcast guests we have coming up soon. So besides producer Ben helping us out with some production, Craig and I are working hard for you guys Every week, in between all the other stuff we have going on. So, today I wanted to put together a gear cave for you. You guys seem to be enjoying these, and I was just working a bit on the new MSK1 knives. Yes, there are some new MSK1 knives coming sometime later this year and into 2020. So this made me think about knives a lot, so I did decide to talk about knives with you guys today. And most specifically, a brand of knives that everyone can afford, and a brand that I own probably 20 of? And, of course, I am talking about the one and the only Mora knives out of Sweden. So in this podcast, I'm going to go through, uh, I'm going to say probably my top 10 favorite Mora knives, and one Mora knife alternative that I really like and think you might too if more is kind of are maybe but not quite your gig or you've got all the more as you can use and you wouldn't mind seeing a really cool alternative that runs about the same price and because we are talking about gear that you can't see any of these knives while i speak you can go over to and i created a, a checklist over at kit.com forward slash ultimate survival tips And over there, I put together a checklist of the knives I'm going to share with you in this podcast with photos, descriptions, and everything you need to know about each of them, including the best street price. And that's over at kit.com, Ultimate Survival Tips. But before we get into all this Mora Knife stuff, I want to thank you all who are supporting this podcast by liking, subscribing, and sharing this podcast on social media and through word of mouth. And I want to give a special shout out, special thanks to those who have partnered with us financially at anchor.fm forward slash the survival show by hitting the support this podcast button, which is totally new. So you can check that out over at anchor.fm forward slash The Survival Show, and I want to thank you, shout out to our monthly subscribers over at thesurvivalshow.com, and I want to let you all know that our boss new subscriber website is coming this summer, so stand by for that. It's just taken a bit longer than I expected, since I kind of have a lot going on, and so does Craig, and my daughter Ty is helping me with that also, but I think you guys are really going to like what we have coming up there. And, of course, there's a tiny survival guide in Craig's books and supporting our sponsors who help make this all possible. But please do keep this up. We could use two or three times as many of you to jump in at any level of support in any way that you're comfortable with. And if you haven't noticed, Craig and I have done our best to create multiple opportunities for you to jump in including our books and the tiny survival gear and guide and all that sort of stuff, so that we can all make this podcast a win-win for everyone. So, jump in and, as Craig says, help some brothers out in any way you can. Thanks, guys. Okay, let's get into this podcast and talk about more Knives. So first... If you're not familiar with Mora, you've got to be familiar with Mora. But if you're not, their superpower is that they figured out a way to make affordable, quality cutting tools that are actually, and I think this is still true, they're all made in Sweden, and they make them of high-quality materials and great steel. Mora knives are great for survival, bug-out bags, go bags, camping, hunting, carving, cooking, work in the kitchen, and even on the job site as utility knives. And Mora's make a great first real knife. I recommend them to our students who don't have a good quality knife to start with. So they're great for young people and beginners, and really anyone who wants a well-made precision cutting tool for light and medium camp, bushcraft, and utility cutting and carving, but doesn't want to spend a ton of money. So before we go further, and before I share this list with you guys of my top 10 Mora knives and why, and the pros and cons of each. I'm going to just share with you a little bit of history about the style that Mora knives follow, and that's in this area of traditional puko, or puku, depending on who you are, knives. And that's spelled P-U-U-K-K-O, if you want to look it up. The puku is a Finnish knife, originally from Finland, as far as it can be tracked back. The prefix of it is P-U-U, pu, which means wood in Finnish. So, Puku's were originally used as an everyday carry wood carving, skinning, butchering, and general utility knife for everyday tasks. And the puku dates back about a thousand years. So both men, women, and often children carried puku's. And traditionally, each would be sized to comfortably fit the hand of the user So a puku knife would be a very personal, everyday carry tool. One of the other notable features of the classic puku is the lack of any sort of finger guard with a blade edge most often coming right up to the handle. Now, if you look at a mora or a traditional puko knife, you probably say that, hey, that's a bushcraft knife. And yes, there are many camp and bushcraft knives that have borrowed a lot from the traditional puku style of knives because the design does lead itself to a wide range of utility tasks. Now, on a little bit of a downside to the technology behind traditional pukus, most pukus are made with a rat tail tang which means the part of the knife steel that secures the blade end to the handle is long and often pointed and this is the same for most mora knives the long and pointed end that's secured to the handle looks a bit like a rat tail and is either driven into the handle or run through the handle and then secured in place on the pommel end in some fashion. So the downside of a rat tail tang is that it's not going to be as strong as what we know now as a full tang knife, which has much more of the width of the knife steel running the whole way through the handle. So there's a little bit of a downside to rat tail tangs. The upside is that it's a fairly quick and easy type of knife to build and assemble and also you don't have all that blade steel going through the handle so you're going to end up with a knife that's really going to be on the lighter weight side which has its advantages especially if you're going to be using it all day as with all of our tools and especially knives there are always trade-offs and pros and cons so you just have to decide what's best for you So the first one I have queued up here is the Mora Craftline Basic 5.11 high carbon, and its rating on Amazon is 4.7. And coolness is that this particular knife runs about $10 US. So it has some various options, various sheath colors and handle colors. So it is made out of high carbon steel, so this is not a stainless steel knife. I'm going to call this a pseudo-puku style because it does have a pretty significant finger guard. It's got a 3.6-inch blade. It's a Scandi grind. Now, if you're not familiar with that term, there's one grind on each side of the knife that goes from the full width of the blade steel down to the cutting edge. Now, for our purposes to oversimplify it, people like a Scandi grind because it makes sharpening easier. And most, if not all, of these more knives have a Scandi grind. The weight of this knife is 3.9 ounces. The handle is a hard plastic nylon with a serious finger guard. The build of this is a rat tail tang. And it really doesn't have a pummel in the end. Pummel basically means like a hard surface that you could use for hammering. She's this plastic with a belt clip, and it's set up for right hand carry only. So the pros, the good stuff about this is that it's light, it's super affordable. It's got some multiple handle colors. It cuts really well and it does have a finger guard which can be a benefit for newer users and younger people who aren't used to handling a knife. The downside, the cons, are it does have a rat tail tank. and comes in good quality high carbon steel but remember this is not stainless steel so you're going to have to take good care of it. So the superpower is it's really about the cheapest good fixed blade knife that you can get and I'm just going to give you a little tip. I have a bunch of these and I give these away when I build kits for people and in a lot of my go bags and other sorts of kits. Second up is the Mora Companion high carbon steel. The rating on Amazon for this guy is 4.7 and the price is somewhere between $12 and $15. Not much different price between the Kraft line basic and this Mora Companion. It has various options and handle color and sheath colors and it does have a black blade option also which is going to cost you more. That black blade option is going to give you some oxidation protection and again this is a pseudo puko, and it's got a bit of a finger guard but not as serious as the craft line basic. This blade is a little bit longer than the first knife we looked at at 4.1 inches. Again it's a Scandi grind so it's going to be easier to sharpen if you like a Scandi. Weight is a little bit more at 4.1 ounces. Now one of the huge things I love about this particular knife is it has a really comfortable rubber over mold grip so if you're looking for some grip and a much more comfortable handle than the previous knife this knife could be for you doesn't have a pommel again. It's got a plastic type sheath with a belt clip. Again, it's set up for right hand carry only. So the pros are: it's light, affordable. It's got great steel, but not stainless. And there's some different color options. And most of all is that rubber overmold and a little bit thicker handle. On the downside, again, it's a rat tail tang. It's not super great for heavy work. And you know, the sheaths on all these knives are what they are: functional, basic, practical, and durable enough considering the price of the knife. Third up is basically the same knife, the Mora Companion that we just looked at, but in stainless steel. And the rating on this is slightly higher at 4.8. And the price difference really isn't much. You're talking about a buck or two, but there's a big difference in steel. And this is Sandvik stainless steel. That's 12C27. This is a really good Swedish made steel. And for my money, I'm gonna go for the stainless steel version here. Next up, number four on our list is the Mora Companion Heavy Duty. And this is basically the Mora Companion, but again, a beefed up blade. Can you tell that I like the Mora Companion lineup? It's a thicker blade, a little bit of a thicker, more solid handle. For that, you're going to increase the weight a few ounces. So this is about 4.5. Eight ounces price goes up a bit to about 20 bucks again that nylon handle with soft overmold grip this is a bit heftier with an eighth inch wide blade but this is not a stainless steel blade again The trade-offs, you have to decide what works for you. And a superpower is basically that it's still in the affordable range. It's got a bit more toughness than the other Companions, and it's generally a step up. Now, number five, right in the middle of our list. We have the Mora Craftline Robust in high-carbon steel, and I love this knife. It's beefy, it's thick, it's tough, it's well-built, and... It runs only about $15 or $16 US. The Robust has a 3.6-inch full, 1/8 inch thick blade. It's a Scandi grind, weighs about 4.9 ounces, has that nice rubber overmold grip, has some color options. Mm-hmm. It is a rat tail tang, but very, very strong. It's got a plastic belt clip right-hand carry sheath. Its superpower is that it is stout. And did I say that it's tough? And it's actually designed for craftsmen. So people in the trades, this would be a good knife. That is the Mora Robust. Now, number six on my list is the Mora Classic number two with a wood handle. So if you like more of a traditional wood handle, this could be the Mora for you. The Amazon ratings set at like 4.6. Prices pushing around $20. It's got the high carbon steel, a 4.2 inch blade. Again, that Scandi grind. It's light at about three ounces. It's a nice birch handle. And the one that I have is stained red. But this is really a classic Pucco design. So it has no finger guard. The handle is a little bit wider. So it fits the palm of your hand really nice. So if you want like an affordable, getting you into really close to a traditional puku knife this mora classic number two or even the number one which is a bit smaller may be the ticket for you now next up if you're into survival and and bushcraft you like a knife with some bells and whistles the mora light my fire which is the knife we're going to talk about now may be for you Its rating on Amazon is 4.7. Now you're stepping up in price a bit. This is going to run you 30 to 40, maybe even a little bit more money, depending on the color. And so I want to just tell you guys this is one of my favorite Moras for a couple of reasons. One, because it has Sandvik 12C27 stainless steel, it's got a 3.7 inch blade. It does have the overmold grip again which is great. But its superpower is that in the pummel end of the handle, it has a snap-in little fire steel rod, which works really well. And you just use a non-blade end of the knife, which has got a bit of an edge on it, and you can strike that fire steel all day, and it works fantastic. So if you're looking for more of a, a bushcraft survival knife, and you like having the ability to make fire with you, the Mora Light My Fire, it's my favorite Mora out of the entire line for that particular reason. And because of the fantastic Sandvik 12C27 stainless steel there. But again, you're into 35 40 maybe even $50. bucks they are still available, but I don't know how much longer they will be. Because a little birdie at the Mora booth at Shot Show told me that they were at some point going to discontinue them. So if you want one, you can go grab it up on Amazon or anywhere else you can find it. And next on my list is the Mora Bushcraft Knife with an Amazon rating of 4.7. Now you're getting a little bit more pricey because of some extra bells and whistles on this knife. You're going to be in about $65 US or thereabouts. It is, again, that full 1 8 inch steel. This one in particular is black coated, high carbon steel, so it does have some oxidation protection. Has a built-in fire steel, 4.3 inch blade. Again, Scandi grind, 4.2 ounces. Has a grippy, beefy handle. The sheath is pretty cool. It's a multi-sheath with a couple of belt clips, so you can kind of customize it however it fits you. It does have a fire steel and a fire steel holder and a diamond sharpener built in. And I believe it's specifically set up for right-hand carry. Sorry to all of you lefties. I just want to let you know that I personally haven't forgot about you. And in as much as it is Within my control, whenever I design knives, whether it be MSK1s or future knives, I will always take into consideration and try to have sheath solutions for you. Now to the pros of the Mora Bushcraft Knife. It has a versatile sheath, and it has some bells and whistle options for the survival and bushcraft crew. Cons are, of course, it's not full tang, and the price point's a bit high when people think about Mora. But its superpower is, it's very rugged, it's versatile. Has the sharpener and the built in fire steel. Next up, we have the Mora Garberg with an Amazon rating of 4.5. This is one of, if not the most expensive Mora, and for a couple of good reasons. Its price point is $80 to $90, depending on whether you get the leather or the multi carry option sheath. And you guys might remember a couple years ago when this came out. This is the Dave Canterbury knife. He worked with Mora to develop and design this. So it's a pretty stout knife. Now, again, the steel is just over an eighth inch thick. It is full tang. Yay, Mora. And because of that, and it's 14, really good 14C28N Sandvik stainless steel. Uh, That drives the price up. Now, if you're not in Mora's sphere or universe, this is going to be a really, really great knife for the price for you. But if you think about it in comparison to a $10 or a $20 or a $30 Mora that you're used to buying, it seems very expensive. I like the knife, actually. It is uh, more on that Puko style, as we mentioned. The blade is 4.3 inches, so it's a pretty decent sized blade this because of its full tangness meaning the blade still goes the whole way through the handle to out the back it also has a pommel but because of this full tang steel it's going to be a lot stronger so this is a knife that you could definitely baton wood with split wood uh it's not going to fail you in that regard it's about six ounces handle is plastic, and one of my bummers about this knife is I wish it had an option that had the famous, in my opinion, famous well-done Mora overmold, rubberish overmold grip. So that's my only big disappointment with this knife. So the pros are, it is full tang. It's great steel. It's stainless. Has several sheath options. Cons are the handle, and for some, the price objection, because Mora's are usually a lot cheaper than this. So its superpower is it is a rugged, high quality, great steeled, tough utility knife. Last but not least, on the Mora side, we have the Mora Aldris. This is more of a specialty knife. It's a little guy. It does have a rating of 4.6, so people like it. Price point is around $27. Now, when I say it's a little guy, it is about 2.8 ounces with approximately a 2.3-inch blade. And it is made out of that Sandvik 12C27 stainless steel. The big thing about this is, is it's, it's a great little pocket or pack knife and because of the way the sheath works you can put paracord in the bottom of it and turn it upside down and it makes a pretty good neck knife. It's got a beefy, grippy little handle, fits great in my hand. So it's a great little palm blade and it can be worn as a neck knife and it's a great little backup knife and for some of you even a nice everyday carry knife. I like it. And you should get one because it's cool. And it's different. And that is the Mora Eldris. Now for a Mora alternative, I like the Condor bushlore. It's an affordable, mid-priced knife, and if you're not much into plastic and any of that, and you would like a wood-handled, great 1070 high-carbon steel knife and a leather sheath, the Condor bushlore knife is a great camp knife, a great utility knife, with a bit more of a natural look and feel than most of the Mora's. So you can check out the Condor bushlore. It's a quality tool that is really easy, just like a Mora, for most to handle. So that is the Condor Bushlore. Okay, guys, that's it. Those are my 10 favorite Mora knives, at least 10 favorite Mora knives for camping and bushcraft and general utility. And as a bonus, you got some history to share with your friends and family on puko style blades, a little bit on full tang versus rat tail tang, and a bonus alternative to Mora, which is the Condor Bushlore. All right, since you guys couldn't see what in the world I was talking about, you can go see all these blades over at kit.com forward slash ultimate survival tips. And over there, you're going to find a complete checklist of all of these knives, including the bush and I put in a really sweet book on Puko knives. I put all that over at kit.com forward slash ultimate survival tips if you're interested and... For your information, I have several other free gear checklists over there at kit.com. Before I go, don't forget to subscribe to this podcast so you don't miss out on the the amazing guests and topics that Craig and I are working hard to bring your way over the next few months, including, yep, Lester out. I know, we've been talking about less for a while. Uh, We're just trying to get him scheduled at a timing that works for him. He is a busy guy, and you guys are really loving having Creek Stored on. Our last conversation with him on ticks and mosquitoes and all that, we had like five other topics we never got to. So we're going to bring Creek in here again soon, and I hope to get Matt Graham back so we can talk about some primitive hunting, which he is an expert at, and a lot more great guests and topics in the works and so you don't miss out on any of the cool stuff coming up please go and subscribe now and leave us a five-star review wherever you listen this helps us out a lot guys and please support our great sponsors and last but not least thank you thank you thank you for listening this is david remember to keep it simple be positive and stay sharp